Welcome to the edition of Nikki P's Conundrum. And today we have on the founder and CEO of the 4B app, Amir Sheik. What's going on, brother? How you doing, sir? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing good. And so here we have a brand new app and venture, uh, the 4B app. And I was hoping maybe you could walk us through kind of what it is and what it's trying to accomplish. Yeah, for sure. I mean, at a high level, ultimately, it's to bring people together. And uh, it basically brings controversial news and topics, and it presents it from both sides, the two major sides of any topic. Um, and uh, it's in short form. Uh, everything is referenced and cited, so it's fact-based. And um, it, it gives kind of equal representation to both sides and allows the readers to kind of make up their own mind and then vote and comment uh, and share and really kind of engage with the content. Um, but ultimately, it exposes everyone to the other side, to your oppose, whatever your opposing view is. Um, and instead of kind of name calling and attacking and basically everything we see today, uh, you know, we, we encourage an environment for, for um, you know, open mindedness, sharing, and uh, not really there to change anyone's mind. But I think if we can get people to just listen, um, I would say that we're successful. So when we talk about this app, is it something where it's kind of like a news feed or is it something where someone could actually have a profile in and then kind of almost create new content for it? Yeah, so we create all the content. It's original. Um, we have uh, over 150 writers in different categories um, that we work with. Um, and uh, yeah, all the content is original. And um the users are not able to post any content. They're, they're able to obviously post comments and vote and things like that, interact with the content. But one of the big things uh, or reasons we do this, uh, social media is the number one outlet today that people get their news, unfortunately. And um, also, unfortunately, a lot of that is not accurate. Um, and so we want to kind of control that to make sure that, you know, when people are having discussions, it's based off of something that's been fact-checked and uh, is reliable uh, versus just, you know, Nick just said something and it's, you know, that's the fact. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that people came to sensitized to the news because you already know which rhetoric they're going to push. And so people find themselves on social media all the time. And so that you inadvertently run into the news and it's the only news you're really seeing, even though you're not seeking it out, it's just there. And so with this, um, wh what is in place? Because let's just say, Deep down, we're people, right? And we have different points of view. And and if we look at a look at a story, almost we may have that kind of angst towards the other side. How do you mitigate that? So if I'm like one of your reporters, how do you mitigate keeping me from kind of having that one sided view that sometimes the media can take on? Well, so we're we're kind of unique, and we approach this whole you know problem with a different strategy, uh, which is we let you speak your mind, but then we equally let someone else speak the other side. So we're not censoring, we're just making sure everybody gets a voice. And I think it's it's something that we're now in a position to be neutral and just enforce that. And so there's not really a judgment call on my side to say, well, Nick, you know, I, I don't think you should include this or you should. It's just, you know, you, you represent your view. So I, I like to give this example because it's extreme, but let's say if it's a flat earth. So let's say if uh, the question is, is the earth flat? Um, the person who believes it's flat will basically do their research and understand what most people believe uh, who believe the earth is flat 
what their points are and then make sure that that's represented in the article and the same thing with the people who have round. And then um, as long as both sides get equal opportunity, I think that's where, where our, our focus is and not necessarily on the uh, censorship side or the agenda side or bias side, which is what every uh, you know, outlet does today. Yeah, I like that because I was reading the release you had sent me and you're the yang to the ying. And I now see that because I'm getting it now. So when the article gets released, I do see both sides because you don't get both sides anywhere else. And I get right. both sides and then I can use my own deductive reasoning and be like, okay, well, this is how I feel. Or you can kind of sort of find that fine line middle where both sides are agreeing on certain things, right? And take those factors. Okay, they've got to be undisputable because both sides are saying it. And uh, now... Uh, when we talk about fourth branch of the government, right? Um, what, what is what is that piece? I was reading that in yeah. the release. Yeah, so our our um, our name is Four B. Uh, it started off as fourth branch last year, early last year, and uh, it just didn't sound very cool, and um, it's not catchy, so we had to reduce it to Four B. But the inspiration is the fourth branch of government. There's three branches, obviously, um, and so fourth is the people. It's a made up branch. Um, and so that was the inspiration behind it. Um, essentially, we want people to start to think, use their own brains. Um, and, uh, you know, so this platform will kind of foster and encourage that and enable people to do that. Um, and um, hopefully we can influence people and uh, to, to use their own brain versus, uh, you know, what they're doing today. Now with the app itself, this is something that's already available. It can be picked up on iOS, Android, all that. Yeah, so we're on uh, App Store, we're on Google Play Store, we have a website as well, and they're live, they're synced. When you create an account, it's, you know, um, everything is custom built and uh, working. We're just starting our marketing phase, and so we're going to, you know, reach out to influencers, start to onboard people, uh, and really get some traffic going. But uh, everything is definitely functional. Now, looking at the political side. Right. When we talk about this, because that, that is kind of like the contentious piece that we can't even talk about right now in society. If I go on the street and say, you know, I'm voting for Joe Biden or I'm voting for Donald Trump and what have you, it gets kind of clashy. So when we bring those topics together and when you kind of put an article together that combines those, that's got to be kind of like a very interesting piece just because the two sides don't really see eye to eye on too much. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I think, you know, one, a big part is vetting out the writers and then we have kind of a, um, a format internally and we have editors as well. So the editors, you know, double check and triple check to make sure that, uh, you know, a, you know, if we stick to the facts, you know, if you don't like a fact, you don't like a fact, but it doesn't change the fact that it's a fact. And so I think that, uh, you know, a lot of the networks, they don't lie, uh, directly or by the, uh, technical, technical definition, but they are lying by misleading or excluding certain facts or taking a fact and making it much bigger than what it is. There's a variety of functions or, or strategies they use. Um, and for us, again, to kind of circumvent that and not fall victim to that, we just allow both sides, you know, the equal opportunity to do that. Um, but yeah, it does, it, it, you know, the editors kind of play the mediator. So the, so the opposing writers don't necessarily have to work with each other because some of the topics are very, um, you know, sensitive or very heated and passionate. Um, uh, but we do encounter that every once in a while where it's just like, hey, you know, this person doesn't know what they're talking about, this person, and it's just kind of part of the territory. And, you know, we have to make sure that, you know, as a platform, as long as we stay neutral, um, you know, I think that, uh, you know, we'll be okay in the long run. 
And I know you said people who can't don't have their own profile. I did see in the news release something about there's some group chat or what have you, like a group messaging thing. How, how does yeah. that work? Yeah, so I think, you know, when you create a profile on our platform, it's similar to like an Instagram profile. Um, and everything you do within the platform, so whether you vote, comment, upvote, whatever you do, it gets logged automatically similar to like an Instagram feed. Um, and so if I look up your profile on the platform, I'll be able to tell what Nick, um, you know, f- believes about certain important issues. Um, you don't get to control that. So it, the system does that for you. But it really tells an accurate picture of what your mind is versus, um, you know, what, um, uh, you know, on Instagram or Facebook, you get to put, you know, how much money you have or what you look like or things like that. This is more about your brain. Um, and then the sharing function, um, there's a follower following. So if you want to have friends, family or whoever to follow you in the same way, um, you guys can kind of create groups and then chat and talk about, again, important issues. Um, Versus, you know, what you had for dinner or, you know, what you look like. And so it's, it's different in that sense. So, so we create our own profile. We just can't post the news. That is specifically for the 150 writers, uh, reporters rather, and, and that's it. And then what you can do is basically, uh, you know, you do your voting, group messaging, all this. So it, it's kind of like a neat, like it's like a, almost like a brand new, clean social media platform, if you allow me to say that, with the... Uh, with the intent of basically being news based and information based. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's essentially, it's a news platform that has social features to it. And so really, you know, we want people to engage with the news versus just, um, you know, just read it. And so I think people are frustrated sometimes or happy or sad or whatever when they read. And on this platform, you'll be able to, you know, use that uh, frustration, happiness, whatever, and, you know, vote or comment and make your voice kind of heard. And we're working on some other enhancements where um, there'll be a lot more engagement involved uh, with the platform. And um, so it's a lot of cool things are coming in as well. Um, And so it's really different from, I think, you know, the traditional mainstream media, what we have today. And I know I took you down kind of like the political road just because that seems to be the one with big button heads. Uh, however, um, also for like leadership, leadership style, leadership uh, ideas and what have you, uh, I think that's pretty neat. And that is included in it as well. Like they kind of have some leadership talk in there. Um, when you say leadership, I'm, I, I'm, what do you mean by that? Oh, what, what I'm saying is like, um, you know, I, I was reading in, in your initial profile how, like, cause about whole leadership piece. And I didn't know if there's other topics, let's just say, besides, like, say, say, like, news, right? But is there anything, like, any sort of, like, self-help at all of any sort? Or is it just oh. specifically? Yeah, so we have 15 there? categories right now, uh, ranging from, like, beauty and makeup to technology, sports. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so you can subscribe to the categories that interest you. Um, and basically, you have a feed uh, social feed and uh, the categories that you subscribe to, you'll get those articles. Um, and so, you know, there's uh, controversy, there's lifestyle. Lifestyle will probably kind of go in line with uh, some of the self-help and things like that. Yeah. Um, but our topics aren't, you know, we're not just reporting. We pick topics specifically that are controversial um, and have two kind of distinct sides. Um, and so that's really what we focus on. And so we might do something about self-help, but it will be something like, you know, does this strategy work or, you know, should you go see a counselor or whatever it is? And you'll see kind of both sides of it. Yeah, I like that because this is the unique piece that's there is that 
you and I may have different views on what I what I think is important. So, for instance, I might just be, you know, I forget politics. You know, I care about sports. I care about lifestyle, culture, whatever happens to be there. And those are my three things. But right. your feed may have nothing to do with that because you've selected, you know, politics and what have you. And so we could actually open up the app and have completely different sets of information without it really overlapping because our interests don't overlap, which is something we can't do on another social media platform because when I open up my Instagram, I get whatever's important to everybody around me and not necessarily what's important to me. So that's pretty neat you guys put that together. Yeah, we're working on I mean, you, you still get a top four. So the first top four articles are basically combined. But after that, when you scroll down, you basically get activities, which when you follow other users, um, you'll be able to see their activities. So let's say if you follow me, and I voted or I commented, you'll be able to see on that part, oh, Amir voted and he said this, or he, he commented on this. And that's all the people that you follow, so you can kind of keep up to date. And then there's a, my articles, which is what you said. Um, if you subscribe to you know, uh, uh, parenting or you subscribe to um, you know, controversy, whatever you, or sports, you'll, those will be the articles that will pop up for you. And yeah, if somebody you know, subscribed to beauty and makeup, uh, or fashion, then they'll get, you know, those articles. Yeah, this idea, I think, is really going to take off. And the reason being is people are so sick of the news, right? We're so sick of the one-side narratives. So when this whole thing started, I'm wondering, like, what was the first idea? Like, was it a couple, you and a couple buddies? Or how did you come up with this idea? Like, hey, we're going to just start something new because this stuff is really stale, what's out there for the, you know, the news and the controversial topics. Yeah, for sure. Um, so it, it, it's just, you know, me as the founder, I have a very small team uh, that uh, is, you know, priceless and valuable uh, that support uh, the, the platform. But I think it's been years coming and I, it just a frustration uh, reading the news, talking to people. And I think that over the last couple of years, I got there's a couple of instances, there's a breaking point where you know, before I was like, okay, well, people can believe what they want. And now I saw instances where because of the misinformation that people are taking actions and it's affecting my life, people I care about and the country. And I said, you know what, I can either continue to complain um, or I can do something about it. And so, uh, you know, that's why that's how this uh, platform kind of came to be. Um, you started with the fourth branch and, you know, uh, it's been over a year now, but it's really progressed into where it is today. Um, but that's the inspiration of it, just that frustration and wanting to, you know, go the other way, which is, you know, bringing people together versus dividing people. And, you know, basically what we see today everywhere. Yeah, this is gold because like they're saying that. So for the Democratic National Convention, they said the only people who watched that was Democrats. And so Republicans will only watch a Republican National Convention. And they're not changing each other's minds or even mixing ideas because people are only watching even the news programs that are pandering to their points of view. And what's so important, I think, is so awesome about your platform is it is forcing you to understand there is two sides of the story. You read both sides of the story, and I think that you're kind of mitigating that point where we can't talk politics today. We can't talk different things because if I vote a different way than you, you know, in society today, all we do is we throw bad words back and forth. And it forced the person to read both sides and really make a decision, and I think it's going to change minds one way or another because you're like, wow, I never thought of it that other way. Because I was sheltered from it. Because I only watched news programs that told me exactly what I wanted to hear. And I only watched a convention that pandered to my points of view. And I think that your, your 
your platform is going to get people to talk in a way that they haven't talked. And I'm telling you decades. Right. Yeah. No, I, I think that, you know, there's a lot to kind of unpack that the problem I have with the mainstream media is if without naming any names, because they're all doing it. But if you were to say that, you know what, my network is for this demographic, it's biased in this way, and this is how we're reporting, I would have, I think most people would be fine with that because you know what you're getting into. The problem I have is when everybody says that they're objective, that they're non-biased, that they don't have an agenda and they're giving you the truth, and then you see that they're not doing it, that's when I have a problem because now you're lying, right, to people. I mean, a quick example, I was just talking to somebody you can report on somebody, let's say, who's 18 years old. And if you if you want that person to look bad, you're going to say that was an 18 year old man. And, but if you want that person to look good, you're going to say that was an 18 year old teen. Right. Mm -hmm. And so both are accurate, but little words and different strategies that people use. Again, it kind of fits that narrative. And those are very dangerous because those are such subtle uh, points that we just read through. And because both are accurate in this example, Nobody's going to question it because they're accurate statements, but they, you know, that linked with and coupled with other strategies that we're not aware of really kind of, um, you know, influence people and then people vote and then people go out and commit violent acts and do all of these things based off these little tiny games and words that people use. And so, um, you know, again, the only solution is, is that you got to, you, you need to allow everybody to be able to put in their two cents and their words and when you're presented with everything, then you have the complete picture and you're more informed and then you can hopefully um, avoid some of the stuff that we're seeing today. And now with your platform, uh, how long has it been online? Um, so uh, technically it's this month, we're in, we're in, we're in um, August. Um, we've been live um, uh, for several months this year. A lot of it has been experimenting. Um, we're still kind of, um, we're still doing that today. Um, so it has been it's been around for a few months, but a lot of testing and experimenting and getting feedback from people. Um, but it's still very, very new. And so your end state goal with it. So we, we, we say it starts, it gets going. Is there somewhere you want to go with that? You're hoping to maybe replace or take and basically take a lot of the viewers from the certain news stations. Or do you do you think it stays yeah. on the app? Does it eventually hit TV? Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, it's it's a grassroots movement um it's just me i really really don't want to stay away from outside um investors and and larger corporations um because you kind of couple things you you kind of lose your creative control and the other thing is i think you know some of the things that uh, i'm frustrated with it'll start to we might adopt some of those things internally um you know make no mistake the other stations are doing it for money and so it's not like they're dumb or they don't realize what they're doing it's just it's just uh you know a profit based um but ultimately with the movement you know i want to start to get our own reporters and strategic areas and we have to start small because we're limited obviously um and start to report our own news and um you know you, you slowly start to build that movement um we're targeted toward gen z and millennials so we want to kind of make sure that we we can connect with that group everything everything is intuitive everything is one click or one swipe and so it's really easy to use and it's quick and short form uh, but it's going to be a process it's going to be a building process and we have to kind of earn that respect and make sure that uh, people trust us uh, but ultimately yeah long term um, i definitely see us 
taking over some of these uh, some of these mainstream media and news outlets and you know uh, from what they see and but we have to earn it we can't trick people or you know pay for ads or use marketing campaigns i want people to ultimately after they experience our platform they organically go back to their friends and family and share it and then they do the same thing and so on and so forth that's the only way that you know we'll be successful um amongst these giant you know networks yeah, I, I like the whole organic idea. You're right, because if people get in your pocketbook, then you maybe owe them a favor or what have you uh, down the line. So when you go out and, and so the reporters, so we're talking about, we say 150, they're all across the United States or are you experiencing? Yeah, you mostly, mostly, mostly around the U.S. We have some, we have a few that are international. Um, but, you know, when we look at our, and they're not reporters, they're writers. Uh, we don't have reporters right. at this point. Um, we really want the diversity. You know, I want, I, I don't want a monotone voice. I want those ideas. I want that different writing styles. And so no matter who you are as a reader, you'll connect with somebody or you'll connect with ideas and you can be exposed to different ideas. So that's really, really important for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. And so now when we go into, uh, you just, no, we just search the, the number four and the letter B or is there something more we got to put in there to, yeah, that's it. That's that's it. it. So 4B, 4B app enter, comes up. If you're on App Store, or Google Play Store, um, you know, and, and, uh, you'll come right up. It's a, a news app and on, um, the website is 4b.world. But, uh, yeah, once you create a profile, you're synced in and regardless if you use your computer or phone or wherever it is, it's all, uh, connected and, um, yeah. And so 15 topics is where it is now. Is that where you're going to basically stick with that? Or do you think it's going to expand? Um, it's 15 categories, but yeah, I mean, I, I think that, um, you know, for now, uh, that's enough for us to, to handle with our infrastructure. We'd like to add on things like, you know, um, uh, video games as a category or world news as a category. And some of there, there's, there's plenty of others that definitely will grow, but we want to, uh, you know, focus on this and do it really well where people again, see a value, um, that they on their own want to come to our platform for, to stay informed. Um, and once we can kind of master that, we can kind of slowly grow and, uh, and add on more categories. And I'd love to see some of the, I would love to see some of the, uh, the, the, uh, content on COVID-19, because that's another one of those, you know, you have people who still think it's fake and you have people who still believe it's like the, the most realist thing in the world. And we obviously know it's somewhere in between, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. so that's pretty yeah, it, it's challenging because I think that, you know, unfortunately this is, probably more social media than than the news um not that the news are innocent but you know we we're in a stage now in society where we take the most extreme people from every group on every side and somehow they get to represent the entire group and Mm -hmm. so um, we know why it's because that's what gets the clicks that's what people are interested in that's what gets us going but you know, it turns from a joke to reality. And in reality, that's, that's who's representing every side. And that's wrong, because that doesn't make up the majority of people. And that doesn't make up the majority of the feelings. Uh, but somehow, you know, we're in that stage. And so it's, it's, you know, we want to make sure again, that we even when we report, the writers that we pick and the points that we pick, we're not, we're picking them, we need to do the research and make sure we pick what majority of people believe, right? Um, not not the crazy people. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because it's so true. And you look at, um, you know, everyone thinks, oh, you, you, you're voting Democrat and you have Republican voters say, well, you're trying to take away my guns. And in reality, the average Democratic voter could give a crap if you have a weapon or not. And right. the other side with the pro-choice and what have you, because you're right, we pick those extreme sides. And that's who even gets the TV time. 
right? Is the extreme side to be like, hey, aren't you glad you're a Republican or a Democrat? Because look at the other side. And it's like, whoa, you're right. It, it's not the same thing. And then this this platform gives you the half medium, the true, you know, right and left, right? Not the extreme. And then from there, yeah, you and the politics side is left and right. I mean, like mm-hmm. we have an article, for example, do ghosts exist? So there's nothing political about that um, mm-hmm. that I can think of. But yeah, I mean, it's just it's just two major sides of whatever the topic when sports right now we haven't really got going because well obviously sports is dead right now um but when it does get going you know there'll be a controversial play and you know was he out of bounds or not and so you know one writer will will make their case that he was and one will not and you know so again it's just it's just getting people to see the opposing view open your mind make your make your uh, voice heard and um you know, I think that, uh, you know, bring people together. It's just we need to stop all of this uh, divisiveness. I agree with you completely. All right, so 4B, uh, an app that is on iOS, Android, uh, downloadable now, and uh, and we'll go from there. Is there anything, um, last minute, you'd like to say before uh, I let you go? Any other plugs to any websites or anything, sir? Yeah, no, I mean, just 4B, like I said, on App Store, Google Play Store, and uh, 4B.world. But, um, you know, ultimately, I think that, uh, you know, definitely needs to be a word of mouth platform that people share with their friends and family. Check out the content, look at the user experience and make sure you share with your friends and family. It's just uh, it's a grassroots movement and it's it's very um, uh, it's very difficult in today's climate when you're competing with, you know, billion dollar companies. to you know to have a voice and to bring something like this to the table when everyone's doing one thing and they have big budgets and so it just comes down to again just the grassroots just believing in a product and supporting and going from there but uh, uh, we have a long ways to go we're excited about the direction um, and uh, it's just it's just uphill from here yeah I think you're onto something that's absolute gold just because it's you're right the yang to the yang it's so much different than what we what we have right now for choices for news for sure yep for sure all right Amir thank you so very much for your time today all right and this has been another edition of Nikki P's Conundrum